2: Welcome to This League Uncut.
1: In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news, you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's show time. Boom, shakalaka. This League Uncut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one.
0: All right, friends, it's time, as promised, our special guest this week. In one more week, you will have to address him as a Hall of Famer on all first references. But he joins us now from a top secret location cannot be revealed far, far away from his spiritual home in Dallas. Is this audience ready for a good 10, 12 minutes with almost a Hall of Famer, Dirk? Werner Nowitzki, wow, you are actually on the show,
2: this is really happening. This is big, this is big, I'm excited uh, for the new show, uh, I can't wait to listen in, but uh, like you said, I'm still overseas and I'm working my way home uh, so I can get ready for Springfield, I'm excited. I mean, it's crazy, Jersey retirement, international
0: Jersey retirement, statue unveiling, I think there was a street named after you in there somewhere. And now, like you said, all you have to say in basketball is the word Springfield. Everyone in the game knows what that means. But has it sunk in yet? Are you ready for this?
2: I mean, as ready as I can get, I guess. Uh, I'm super excited. Obviously, a little anxious already. Uh, I think it's going to be a super cool, fun couple of days. We have, have family and friends coming from all over the world um so yeah i'm uh I'm, I'm already a little nervous obviously i'm not a great speaker and, and holding a, a big speech there and then just the whole hoopla there and you know the limelight is not really my thing so it's uh it's gonna be a little bit uncomfortable at times but i'm gonna i'm gonna just try to really enjoy it and, and enjoy it with my family and my kids are now old enough to really understand what's happening and so uh, I'm looking forward to a uh, to a great time and and like you said all this stuff all the honorings and the street naming and all that uh, people are now like Gee, we got to celebrate you again like when when is this over uh, this uh, this retirement tour and I would say this to me the Hall of Fame is like the absolute tip of the iceberg and it's the coolest thing and it's an honor to be there and and sort of I think things will sort of for me at least slow down after that. Uh, but it's been literally one thing after the next, and I'm uh, I'm extremely proud of all these things. So you're going to have
0: Steve Nash and Jason Kidd there with you on stage, and the way presenters work for the Hall of Fame, for people who don't know, you have to be a Hall of Famer to be eligible as a presenter. You knew those guys were going to say yes when you asked them, but what was it like to actually, you know, are you nervous asking them, hey, guys, will you... Come up there with me, because it's also weird for the presenters. They don't get to say anything. They just they just sit on a stool
2: yeah, up. There. They just sit there. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know me. I wasn't I, I wasn't doing it all formal. I wasn't hey Steven, do you mind? Uh, do you, so I, I just kind of threw it out. And when we talked about Hall of Fame and and Sandwich a kid, you know, obviously they're they're not only teammates of mine. They're really really good friends and friends for life. And so. You know, it was sort of informal. I kind of threw it out. Hey, I'd love for you guys or for love, would love for you to be up there with me. And, and they both were kind of no brainer, obviously. And, uh, and so they're, they're looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to seeing them, seeing their families and, uh, and, and just spending uh, an incredible three, four days up in, uh, up in Springfield. You know, I always
0: say this when people ask me about the early days and, you know, you and Steve, both had a rough first year in Dallas which was a long long time ago but having been there I'm certainly not going to forget it when you think back i mean how crazy does it sound to you that there were two mvp two future mvps and two future all of famers on that lockout 1999 Mavs team when you and steve first were teammates man it's it's almost 25 years ago
2: yeah, crazy, crazy how the time has flown by. And also, uh, crazy how that worked out. You know, I, you know, me, I'm always a little negative. I'm shy, you know, it's my German, uh, in me. And, uh, so I, that first year, I just, I wasn't sure, am I going to make it? I, I had doubts creeping in. Of course, there were games, you were there. There were games where I didn't play at all. I was, I was frustrated. I was, you know, I was, uh, it, I was basically questioning myself: Did did I make the right decisions here, and uh, to come over, or should I have stayed in Europe? Should I have gone to college? And I guess all that's normal when things don't really, um, you know, work out well or or work out as planned. And and then all we really did with Steve and I was say, hey, all we can do is 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 you know work hard, and and we'll 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 go from there. That's all you can do is control what you can control. Uh, We used to go back to the gym every night to the old Landry Center there. We didn't even have our own practice facility uh, and just, you know, played horse, played one-on-one, played shooting games, played uh, played with other guys three-on-three and just, you know, just uh, trying to work hard as hard as we can and, and get extra sessions in and so we you know it wasn't really if 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 it didn't work out then people can't say well you didn't work hard enough so that's that's what we both didn't want and so we just really busted our tails and and trying to get better and trying to make it and then you know I always mentioned uh and you were there the the end of my first year when we were finally out of the playoffs we were never really in it I think we we're like four or five games out of the playoffs at all times but then when we were finally eliminated, Nelly came up to me and said, "Hey, listen, I'll, I'll start you again. We have whatever ten games left. Why don't you just, you know, get adjusted to the game and have some fun and really love playing?" And and that stretch to me was uh, was one of the biggest turnarounds in my, in my career. And Steve obviously started playing well a little earlier, but for me that was that was a big turnaround. Uh, I got to I got to be comfortable. I had one game. I had like 28. And that kind of showed me, hey, if you actually work hard and and you have the skills to succeed, and, and obviously Nelly will put you in positions with his uh, with his mismatched style that uh, that even my body was a little underdeveloped. Yeah, I can be in a position to play well and, and and contribute, and so that that meant that meant the world to me. That, that those last ten games of my of my first year, that really changed everything. The one and only Dirk Nowitzki
0: joining us here on the Saturday Steinline on 97.1 The Freak presented by Panini America. And you guys should know this show has now moved into its second month. Dirk volunteered to be the first guest in show history, our very first show. <laughs> but I told him, no, I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait to do this right before his induction into the Hall of Fame. And we are doing this now one week. Before that Mm -hmm. induction, with I'm I'm you know I can't say I'm as excited as you, but I'm I'm pretty damn excited too. I I just I can't wait. I can't wait to see all. It's it's not just you going in, but everyone you're going in with too. Like just what do you think it's gonna be like to be you're with all your rivals, Pow, Tony, Pop, your buddy Wade, like to go in with all these guys too at the same
2: time. I mean, unbelievable at times. You know, there there were times where, where all of us didn't really get along great, but I think that's that's part of part of competing at the highest level, and and part of you know trying to win and and, and at all costs. And so there were times where I didn't speak with Powell much. There were times where I didn't speak with Dwayne, uh, Tony, and I were always pretty okay. Uh, but it's just that it's just funny how that works out that now all of a sudden we're uh, we're all together in this class and uh we talked about it a little bit when we got an, um introduced in uh, in the final four in Houston when they announced us um, we spent a couple of good days together there and uh it's just funny how that worked and we pe- I competed against Powell and Tony since we were I don't know 20 19 20 years old on national teams and um, so it was, it was super cool to be part of that crew, and you you know how much I respect Pop. I mean, uh, to me he was uh, he's he's probably one of the goats of coaching, and uh, the respect that uh, and all the stuff that he's done for me in my last game, and I mean I, I can I can go on minutes uh, about the guy. So um, super super humble to be part of this uh, this amazing class, and like I said, we're gonna have some fun. We're going there. We, I think we have some. Uh, we're going golfing one day with the whole class, and uh, so it's it's going to be a fun uh, fun couple of days, and I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I got to ask you this one because I've got Mavs
0: fans asking me all the time. Like, are we are we supposed to? Not, are you and Dwayne Wade now buddies? Are you guys friends? Are, is that how we are supposed to refer to you you two? Uh,
2: I think fr- uh, friends. I mean, obviously, friends reach out to each other all the time. They talk all the time. I wouldn't say we're friends. I think there's a, a mutual sense of, uh, obviously, respect for, for each other's career. And obviously, we're cordial. Um, uh, we were sitting, actually, in, in Houston at that one dinner. We were sitting at the, at the same table. Uh, our family sat together. And so there's just no there's no bad blood, obviously, anymore. Uh, people, have, we all moved on. Uh, things were said on both sides or done. That neither neither side liked, but you know that's like I said earlier. That's part of competition at the highest level. It's uh, there to me. I'm I'm still old school. There were really no friends at at the highest level. Um, I I understand nowadays uh, everything is a little different in the league, but at the you know where when I came in, there were really no friendships at the highest level. and so that's that's where that comes from. So are we friends? No, we don't text each other, but uh, I think we're there's a lot of respect there and uh, we're we're both happy to to go in the hall of fame together.
0: I'm going to have to do a poll among the audience how many how many listeners have moved on. That'll be a good uh, that'll be <laughs> something good I, I threw out there. No, actually, you did a it was in the recent past a year maybe a year ago maybe more, maybe a little bit less, but you did a podcast with Tony Cruz and Felix Cruz, his brother, the, you know, both professional soccer players, obviously everyone knows Tony's still playing for Real Madrid. And you talked about, you were really candid with with that, I'm guessing in your own language and with fellow athletes, maybe it was uh, easier. And you, you talked about how you said something to the effect that the last couple of years you were questioning, were they worth it? Because, you know, you've, you've had some, some foot issues since playing and, I think you said something along the lines of you could probably move better today had you retired earlier. But with a little bit more time, how do you feel about that part? And how, you know, because you stayed 21 years, but that gave you, that also gave you an incredible record that may never be broken 21 years with one franchise. How do you look at that now?
2: Uh, Yeah, sort of the same. You know, I I think it's normal to go back and and ask yourself questions. And when you that's part of reflecting, if you're done with something in life, and then you kind of look back and reflect a little bit. And then it's normal to ask questions, hey, what if, uh, what if, if if I would have quit two years earlier, would that have made a difference? Honestly, it doesn't really matter. I'm uh, I'm super super proud of 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 having played 21 years for 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 one franchise. Uh, nobody can ever take that away from me. And uh, of course, the last years were were a little tough. I mean, in my last season, I could barely. I didn't practice anymore. I missed the first 30 games. It took forever for me to somewhat play decent basketball. So. Those times were not not necessarily fun, um, but you know, I've, um, like I said, it's uh, it's part of, uh, of of my career now, and I'm I'm proud of it. Played 21 years and, at an older age and trying to keep up with you know guys that were half half your age, and so I'm I'm proud that I made it this long and. Uh, of of course here and there I have some some ankle issues but um, I think that's just you know even if I would have quit after 19, uh, I would have still had some issues. Uh, it's just part of part of sports.
0: Our last few moments here on 97 the freak with the one and only Dirk Nowitzki one week away from his Hall of Fame induction. I asked Tyson Chandler this a couple weeks ago when we had Tyson on the show actually having a championship ring. Is it do you do you look at it? Do you just keep it away and, and try not to think about it? Or how much on a, how much on a daily basis can you feel? Yes, I'm a champion because obviously in your case, I think, you know, you, you heard for so long when you hadn't won. I mean, you were just reminded about it constantly, constantly. So how much on a daily basis can you feel? Yes, I actually have that ring.
2: So I don't I don't look at the ring a lot, uh only when I really have new guests or whatever and they come over and they wanna see it, but it's usually in a safe place. So I don't see it myself much. Uh maybe every couple of weeks, every couple of months. But I am reminded of the championship every day. I mean, I have I have a photo at home in in my little man cave where I obviously hoist the trophy and the whole team is behind me and um, I, will, I have the the banner somewhere around that uh, the the, the fa- uh, a remake of the banner with all the names on it. Uh, so I, I am reminded of it daily, uh, which is of course amazing, and it puts me uh, a smile on my face every day um but uh, the ring i would say only every couple of weeks every couple of months uh, i look at it so uh, actually matter of fact i haven't seen it now in in months now since uh, we traveled a bunch so when i get home i might i might have to lay eyes on it uh before i come uh, come to springfield incredibly happy for you that you have that ring
0: incredibly happy for you for what awaits this coming week huge week for you you've got a restaurant opening at dfw and then we all make our way to Springfield for this incredible ceremony. Still can't believe it's happening, but huge, hugely grateful to catch up with you today and, and have you on the show. And thank you, honestly, for, I mean, there's no thank yous I can say that are sufficient for the the 25 years that you've let me pester you. i actually been thinking about it, that September is going to be 25 years since I came to Wurzburg for the first time. Which is just uh, what happened to us,
2: man. Yeah, no, thank you, thank you for uh, for coming along on this journey. And you know, at the beginning, we kind of, uh, you know, we both started to talk soccer, and we had a great bond there. And so I really appreciate you being part of this journey, and uh, it's been uh, it's been so much fun. So thanks thanks to you as well for uh, for being part.
0: Dirk Nowitzki, everyone. The future Hall of Famer, and future means only one week. A week from today, he will be eternally referred to as the Hall of Famer Dirk
1: Davidsky. And that'll do it for us. See you next time.
2: This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production.
1: Boom shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein!